Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast. Each podcast is themed and I interview and ask questions from a specialist who's also the owner of a small business, just like us. If you're a business owner of a micro business, then I hope that this sparks your thinking, answers some questions that you may have, and that you get some tips on the subject that helps you move your business forwards. I do hope that you enjoy the podcast. I very much enjoyed recording it. Welcome to this week's Boardroom Bodies podcast. And this week we are talking all things events, whether that is your next business event or on a personal level, maybe a birthday or even a wedding. I'm delighted to be joined by Rachel Wood of Pollywood Studios. Don't you love that name? I love it. Doesn't it stick in your head as well? So that is obviously going to be my first question. So welcome, Rachel. Thank you for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really excited. <laughs> so, so go on then, Pollywood. How did that happen? <laughs> yeah, so it's a complex one. So about 10 years ago, I decided to start Pollywood. And I was thinking about a name and I thought, well, I want to build props for ideally film. So there's that Hollywood element of it. And I build props from polystyrene and wood mostly. And of course, my surname is Wood as well. So I thought, oh, Pollywood, that sounds quite cool. Mm. And then I added studios onto the end and that's plural instead of studio because we do lots of different things and it just felt more fitting that we've kind of technically got multiple studios in what we do. And it, it does tend to stick in people's minds. I mean, I fall in and out of love with it all the time. I'm like, oh, maybe I could have gone with something a bit cooler, you know, but it does really stick in people's heads. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and it sounds exciting as well. I mean, because yeah. there's always a buzz around events, isn't there? Whether it's, you know, a tiny little networking, you know, get together to a massive awards or something like that. I guess you do like props for all of that sort of thing as well. Absolutely, yeah. And it's funny you say that it's exciting because I've had several clients that really want to come to the studio and I'm like, it's not really fit for that purpose at the moment, but we're moving to a bigger one. So I would love for people to come and see and maybe have a little hand, give me help painting things and just get a little bit involved, you know. I'd love to do classes in the future showing people how to make props. That would be really fun. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I suppose people could do a workshop and polystyrene cutting is a great one because you have a template so they can create their own template and then you cut it using a hot wire and it's so such a satisfying task mm. and then you can paint it. So yeah, I'd love to do something like that in the future, but at the moment our studio is so small yeah. and luckily we do. We don't tend to have projects on top of each other because sometimes that can be really challenging yeah (laughs) we've got more than one thing going on at once but we always make it work we always have I guess you need quite an amount of space yeah so this is the thing I mean at the moment we do mostly really highly bespoke props so for example we created like a giant hundred dollar bill for a well-known brand for their photo shoot which was so much fun to make but Mm -hmm. we sold that to them whereas in the future we'd love to do higher like a higher system so people can just rent the props they need 
but you need a huge space for that you need a warehouse so yeah so what do, what happens to the props then at the end when you know at the end of an event do you kind of recycle them bring them back to base and that kind of thing absolutely yeah so it's really important to me that we're as sustainable as possible where we can we actually use like old materials so Okay. Anything that comes wrapped in polystyrene, I'll use that polystyrene for other projects. So if oh. you get a fridge delivered and it's got big sheets of polystyrene, I'm like, that's mine. <laughs> I'm keeping that. You know, I reuse ribbon and all these different things. And I work really hard to make sure that we're not buying new material unless we absolutely need it. And I always really work closely with the clients as well to find out what's happening with the props afterwards. So if they don't need it after the event, we kind of give them a reduced price so that they're basically renting it and then we'll either rent it out again or we'll break it apart mm. for other projects so yeah that is really important to me and I think there's so much waste in the event industry yes. I find it painful like balloons particularly I don't tend to do much balloon work because mm. I always use biodegradable balloons but the waste is just phenomenal yeah yeah yeah, I can see. I've not thought about it before, to be fair, but I could see there must be a lot of weight. I mean, I recently went to Gardeners World Live and that's massive. Yeah. You know about it, then there must have been quite a lot of stuff that, you know, it was less. This is it. It just goes to waste, especially in an area like Birmingham, where it's less common to have prop makers they don't know what to do with it after the event so it yeah. ends up going into landfill which is just a tragic waste really it's a waste of like someone's hard work to create the prop in the first place and then the materials just going into landfill is just horrendous I mean yeah. just going back to the balloon thing with helium is a finite resource we're actually running out of helium yeah so it's hard to get hold of now and it's more expensive than ever so I'm looking, when we move to our bigger studio, I'm going to look at alternatives to balloons because you see them all the time, these gorgeous mm. balloon arrangements. Yeah. But at the end of the event, they get popped and they go in the bin, plastic just straight into the bin. So I want to look at alternatives for future events where people want to hire it as an alternative to balloon garlands. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. So you do the kind of, I suppose, structural type of props. Do you do things like, I don't know, table decorations and those kinds of things? Yeah. So I've done, I do like, so when my friends get married, my gift to them, I'm like, just tell me what you want for your wedding and I will do it for you. So I've done like big table plans. I did one recently. It was like a superhero theme, but really elegant, which you don't kind no, of put no, together normally, no. but it looked stunning. So we had all the emblems for the major superheroes, but it was in white against wood, like a really rustic wood. And it really did look stunning. She was really happy with how it turned out. I was really happy with it mm. as well. And I love, I think that's what I love most about it is that I'm not, we're not an off the shelf product. Yeah. We work really closely with our clients to pin down what it is that's special to them especially for weddings so I like to tie things into the bigger theme so I like to look at their invitation see if there's a font I can pull from it or a design element or maybe it's something in their life so 
I'm sure she won't mind me sharing this. My friend who's getting married, her mum passed away a few years ago and she was an artist and she made this beautiful pattern that they used on their invitation. Mm-hmm. So I made that on a box for her, put the pattern on it. Because it's those things yeah. that are unique to people and special and make it not just mm. something you bought online. It's something that was purpose made for you. And that's what I love. That gets me going. Yeah. So you talk about design then. So is that your background? <laughs> yeah. So I've had a really varied background. So I went to college to study prop design and window display. And then I had a job at John Lewis doing window displays and didn't enjoy it. Because at college, I got to design, build and install. Whereas in the real world, you tend to only get one of those three. So you'll be in an office designing, in a manufacturer's making or in the windows, putting in somebody else's design. And I didn't enjoy that. So when I moved back from I was living in Watford at the time, when I moved back to Birmingham, I thought to myself, do you know what? I really want to do all three of those elements So I'm just going to start making things for friends and family and we'll see where it goes. Um, And my aunt, who you know, she is an amazing inspirational businesswoman. She's Mm -hmm. like filled it in her in her workspace. So she really gave me the confidence. She was like, I really believe that you can do this. And she got me into networking events and then it kind of spiraled from there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, sorry, just going backwards a little bit. So then I started doing that and I kind of had it as a little side hustle that I'd do every now and again while I was working in an office and I was doing website design in the office. Okay. Yes. So it kind of blended really well together because now I do, I'm rubbish at drawing and it used to really frustrate me at college because they'd want you to draw the designs and I could never do it. I was like, I just need to do it and then you'll see what's in my head. And I didn't realise the missing link was the computer element. So being able to design digitally, I can do that really fast and I know what I want to make. So learning that at the office I was at was perfect because now I can design something really quickly for someone and say, right, this is what I've got in my head. Does that match with what mm. you've got in your head? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, brilliant. So you don't just do weddings, obviously, I you do a lot of business events those kinds of things yeah so it's photo shoots is one of the bigger ones so for if you're looking for something really bespoke it's hard to find in Birmingham and there's a lot more creative enterprise coming to Brum now so you know photographers and studios are looking for places they can get these really weird props from you know you can buy stuff online but it might not be exactly what you need you might need it a different color you might want it branded you might want something totally off the wall you just you can't find someone to do it so we pride ourselves in being the people that say yeah we can make that for you no matter how outrageous (laughs) yeah exactly the weirder the better for me I love a good challenge as well (laughs) it can be hard you know because we a lot of the time we've never made the, the prop before There's always the theory behind it. So if it's a wooden-based product, you know, we've worked with that before, but everything is really unique and things can go wrong and we have to plan against that. Um, And it can be tough when things, we had something go wrong recently and we had to basically rebuild the entire prop in completely different materials. But we did it, you know, we pulled all-nighters for a few nights and we got there. 
but we love it as well you don't mind working till two o'clock in the morning when you're enjoying what you're doing true true <laughs> I wouldn't want to make a habit of it but you know it, as long as the client's happy at the end of the day that I'm happy yeah so businesses might have um, I can understand how like a photographer or and filmmakers and that might have props but businesses might want something for a conference or yeah absolutely so it might be a conference or it might be their Christmas party or their summer party yeah. they might want like a real photo opportunity that ties in with their brand as well so for example it might be a taco company want a huge giant taco that people can stand inside for a photo that yeah. sort of thing and yeah. just something a little bit different to everything that you see online because it's basically like you see the same thing over and over again you know the balloon garlands and stuff and that's lovely but it doesn't set your event apart it doesn't make mm. it really special and something that people want to talk about they'll just go oh that was really nice instead of going oh my god I have to share this because it's so cool and did you see that it was yeah same yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think what has been, what I've noticed anyway, is the large letters. Yes. The large letters seem to be so popular. They're so popular. And we, so we've started doing those, but we have a different take on it. So we use battery powered lights because okay. you can put them anywhere. So you're not, you don't have to put it by a plug. You don't mm. have any trailing wires. And also they're multifunctional. So you can have them flickering or flashing or steady on depending on your events if you want something a little bit more exciting for your dance and stuff it's nice to have the options whereas most of them are just bulbs that are on and you've got to try and get them near a plug and they just don't look as good so we like to do things a little bit differently I would like to move away from the light up letters and do an alternative to that so I'm thinking at the moment of doing dried flowers so yeah. you'd be able to have like the like big letters but with flowers and then you can insert your color choice yes so you can have just a few key choice flowers that are in your color scheme I think that'd be a really nice yeah. updated version of the light up letters because I feel like we've seen that over and over again it's also yeah. really sustainable you know they last for years the dried flowers and it still gives that looks feeling of this is a wedding, this is a really special occasion and mm. something luxurious. Yeah, yeah. Well, sounds like you can design for any theme. So something yeah. like, you know, the kind of comic type heroes through to flowers. I mean, it's quite a wide range. Yeah, absolutely. And we just love having a challenge, you know, and we're trying to where we've got like a more generic theme, for example, like a space theme that's going to be fairly popular, we do want to look at doing rentals so that we can build yeah. up a portfolio of props that people can come and hire from us. The dream would be to have a big warehouse where people can come and look at all the props and it's a really exciting day out and the kids enjoy it. And also it's that sustainable element. Instead of going on that major retailer that we all use, and ordering stuff from overseas yeah. that is not great quality, you'd come to us and hire really good quality pieces that actually wow mm. at an event instead mm. of just, yeah, that looks kind of tacky because they had a really small budget and that's all they could afford, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'd love to be able to 
reduce the amount of waste in the events industry because mm. it's it's mm. really bad yeah and so hiring is a cheaper option then so if you could create yeah. kind of marketplace absolutely yeah it's a lot cheaper and we want to be able to give like the things that people are looking for but with a twist you know so you see like the sweet carts that people hire I'd love to be able to do that but add a unique element like maybe your names on it or your color scheme and things so even though it's a, something you're hiring you can still personalize it to you yes. and your event yeah yeah that's really interesting yeah yeah I like to think so (laughs) design stuff as well as the making which is great yeah and that is my favorite bit so my partner Sean who is partner of the business as well he's a graphic designer so it works really well because I love to build the props and he loves the design and the measurements whereas I get a bit bored and I'm like I just want to make things (laughs) so he's like right I'll measure it out because I'm good at checking things and making sure it's spot on and then I can do all the, and it's funny because I suppose stereotypically it's like the male male and female roles. I'm there with the circular saw <laughs> and he's there on the computer designing stuff. But we love it. It's really nice that we each get our own part of a project and then we try and mix it up as well. So I'm teaching him how to use the power tools and stuff. So it's really nice to collaborate. Oh, it sounds great. Yeah, you talk about collaboration. Do you or would you collaborate with other companies then, other businesses that were working on big events and things like that? I would love to do that. And I think that's one of one of the things that we need to explore once we move to our bigger studio. I'd love to work with other businesses that that maybe do the standard stuff, but they want to be able to give their clients really bespoke pieces, but they can't do that in their own studio or workspace. And mm. yeah, I'd love to collaborate with other events, definitely. And we did a collaboration recently with a local events business. We created like a giant vinyl record. Oh, yeah. With a custom middle as well. So, and we've got that so we can hire it out again, which is really mm. exciting. So say if you're, it's your 50th birthday, we could design a custom middle for the vinyl record about your birthday. So even though it's a higher prop, it's personalised to you and people can take photos with it. So that's really cool. Oh, that sounds brilliant. Yeah. So you do all, the, all that sort of thing. And I've seen like a, uh, like the Facebook frame and the LinkedIn frame and those. So do you do all that sort of thing as well? Don't, I tend to tell people to go online and get it because ultimately it's going to be cheaper because yeah. they're yeah. so popular. You're probably going to get it for about five quid. it'd be too expensive for me to make so I if people want really popular stuff that's in again and again I'll always direct them online and say look there's going to be 20 people that are selling this they're really dirt cheap so you're better off going to them like I'm really clear with all my clients as well I'm never gonna say I'll make something for 50 if I know for a fact they can go online and get it for 10 okay yeah but yeah we have done that sort of stuff in the past and then I realized it was just it's just silly for us to provide something when you can get it so easily online next day delivery yeah Um, but for the really bespoke stuff that's what we're here for and also what I do like doing is if a client comes to me with and say they've got a three grand budget and they want 
20 different props and I know I can get five of them online I will do that for them so if that is part of like a package I'll go and get the little bits and I'll say you know it's 10 pound online so I'll literally charge you just that Mm. Uh, and then we'll provide the other more bespoke special pieces as well so it really depends on what the client wants if they want someone to just come in and sort everything out for them happy to do that yeah yeah so would you run an event or would you like to collaborate with a company that would do that I'd probably be happier collaborating with an experienced events company I'm always I'm happy to do what the client wants so if they would rather pass on the responsibility to me I would do that for them but I'm just as happy kind of taking a back seat and saying right here's what we can make we can deliver it we can install it as part of your bigger event yeah yeah but I do like to offer a lot of help for like my friends that are getting married if they need assistance and just helping them figure out what they need and yeah I bet you've got a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're like, could you just... Could I you had some friends friend? recently. They wanted the big giant light-up letters, but they wanted like a rustic wood instead of the standard white. Yeah. Um, so I made that, those for them and then they've kept them. I'm like, are you sure you want to keep them? They're just going to be in your garage. And they're like, no, we want to keep them. I was like, okay, it's up to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. It's been really interesting finding out about Pollywood Studios and what you actually do. It's oh, thank you. Yeah. So, okay. So do you read? What was your last book you read? So I'm re- at the moment I'm reading The War on the West by Douglas Murray. It's a, it's tough going. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's basically looking at how as a society, We're kind of looking into the past at the wrongs of the past and using it against the future instead of saying, what could we do now to make all of our lives better? Instead of focusing on what went wrong in the past, how can we make the future a lot better for everyone? And is it right that we're holding on to kind of grudges when we could all be collaborating it's really hard to summarise that book because it's so extensive, but it's a really good read. I'm really enjoying it. And I've, I'm trying to pick reading back up a lot more because I used to read so much and then we're so busy with work. But a lot of the time I'm just looking at my phone. I think I could actually be reading a book that's going to yeah. help me. <laughs> I read a book on negotiation recently, which was fantastic. It really actually helped. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that the number one takeaway from that was Think about what else you can offer outside of money. And sometimes a deal, you can say, well, do you know what? I will give you five extra hours of my time for free. And okay, technically that should cost £100 or whatever it is. But actually, in reality, if it's something you can do just sitting while you're watching a film, why wouldn't you offer that to your client? So it's about figuring out what is a better solution for both parties instead of just thinking, well, I want to pay 100, but they only want to sell it for 200. And thinking outside the box, that was a great book. I can't remember who wrote it. It's like a chief <laughs> FBI negotiator, but that was a great one. Oh, lovely. Okay. And as you live in Birmingham, what's your favourite takeaway? Oh, my gosh. It's got to be a curry, hasn't it? It's got to be a curry. If you're from Brum. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a curry but I never have I've, I'm moving a little bit away from meat I'm trying to reduce my meat intake a little bit okay. so I'm having paneer curries now the cheese curries oh, okay. which 
apparently it's high in protein I'm which I'm happy with that I love cheese so <laughs> a cheese curry is the one for me and I, I never have rice <laughs> one of those they're so good honestly mm. yeah I might try this Friday yeah. All right, I'll on that Friday maybe Thursday <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good excuse to have a curry you know to try I did have a vindaloo phase at one point because I love hot food. Oh, wow. And then I had a really, I had like one that just tasted of heat. It didn't actually have any flavor. And I was like, oh, forget it. I'm not going to bother with that anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. It's been really interesting to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining oh, Ordering Buddies. Jackie. So how do we get in touch with you? So you can find us online, www.pollywood, that's with one L pollywoodstudios.co.uk you can find us on all good, good social platforms as well again at pollywood studios you can type into google pollywood studios and we're going to come up because it's a really unusual name that's the benefit of having like a, yeah, really a strange good. name <laughs> yeah. really good. and linkedin as well uh rachel wood please do reach out on there because i love connecting with new people i love networking as well with people and finding out why they do what they do I love learning about people's business history and why they started so oh brilliant yeah yeah and that's why I do the podcast because it's so exactly (laughs) (laughs) so thanks very much thanks for joining Boardroom Buddies podcast this week I hope you've really enjoyed it and hearing Rachel's story and listening to how she goes about making these oversized props and things like that so fascinating thank you ever so much Rachel for joining us that's brilliant and if you've enjoyed the podcast do share it and let me know what you think yeah and look forward to speaking to you soon I do hope that you've enjoyed this episode of the Boardroom Buddies podcast do subscribe for more podcasts And it would be lovely if you shared it on your favourite podcast platform. If you have any questions or you would like to talk any more on the topic, then do connect with me on LinkedIn or email me on jax, that's J-A-X, at jackiecasey.consulting. And thanks for listening.